0: this started. Welcome to the sixth episode of the Armbar Chronicles. I am your boy Young Smuff Diggy.
1: What's up y'all? This is Young Cliff. This is old ass Demetrius. What's going on y'all?
0: And as always we're here just talking cat shit about this good wrestling. So without further ado let's get this thing started with the question of the week. Question of the week, I don't know if you guys play video games or not, but there is a game coming out eventually sometime this year. It's going to be uh, the fourth installment of Marvel vs. Capcom. And in Marvel vs. Capcom, there are three uh, individuals who you can use to fight and battle. So with that being said, what are your three top superstars of then, now, or forever that you would pick to conquer the world, I guess, Young Cliff?
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Put me on the spot early. But I think I can rise to the challenge. I think one, one, no doubt would have to be the phenom, the Undertaker. He's going to have to be be on my team. Two, Brock Lesnar, yeah, the Beast incarnate. And the third one, hmm. I want to balance out the team because that's always the thing about the the Marvel versus Capcom series. Always have to actually pick out a team that's supposedly balanced, you have to have, you know, the fast character, and the an ultra and character, you know, with the ultra strong or at least the overpowered stats. So I guess in order to balance out to give it some actual, you know, speed to it. I guess I'll just have to put in Shawn Michaels as a third mm-hmm. off. That's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. Um I've been feeling real patriotic lately. Not sure why but uh so my first pick i'm going with uh mark henry because he's black uh and he's uh an olympic hero my second pick i'm going with uh kurt angle another olympic hero uh and my third and final pick i'm going with the new face of america kevin owens (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to round out my it's patriotic American team.
0: Before July. <laughs> and it's June. It's May.
1: It May. <laughs> it's
0: May. the middle of May. The middle of May. The Day is coming up, though, so hey. that's fine. I guess there it goes. works. Yes, guess it works. Okay, so for me, I'm going to pick Ken Shamrock.
1: Ultimate fighting
0: machine. Yep, Just because that nigga's legit.
1: <coughs>
0: like he will really maybe kill somebody. I'm going to pick Bret Hart. Because yeah. if he can't fight him, he can bore him to death with his talking. <laughs> Go to sleep and die. Go to sleep and die. <laughs> then to make it, uh, you know, an overall, uh, uh, cohesive unit going with Yokozuna
1: because
0: mm. y'all ain't y'all ain't moving him
1: nobody is No, Trump.
0: he was so big he died from his bigness
1: <laughs> rest in peace
0: <laughs> rest in peace Yoko Yoko dog out
1: to, shout out to Yokozuna
0: <laughs> All right. so as always that was fun and this is the question of the week is brought to you by. This is not going to be funny, but um, brought to you by the Manchester bombing. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys are aware of that, but um, it yeah. was a bombing—a bombing at the end of a Ariana Grande concert. Yeah. Um, kind of a fucked up situation because we yeah, know that. Ariana Grande is basically a, a teen idol I mean she's not a teenager but all of the teens love her so mm-hmm. when somebody does that it's basically aiming strictly for the kids that's a fucked up situation so so the the prayers go up to all families involved in that fucked up tragedy
1: absolutely and it's like what if, when things like that happen it makes you think like, this can really happen at any time because if somebody wants to do something like that, it can happen. So, I'm just, you know, I'm sad it happened. Yeah, unfortunately, absolutely. Um, and then I was reading that uh, Ariana Grande agreed to pay for the victims' funerals and everything. So, that's a very good look. Oh, yeah. Um, but, but definitely pray, prayers out to the families.
0: Yeah, I, I just yep. can't wrap my head around who would even... One, why would you bomb shit? And then two... Why would you bomb, you know, somebody in the category of fucking Justin Bieber and shit? I know me? all the kids going to be there.
1: Um, listeners, I'm sorry. I don't know what the religion is for everybody who's listening to the show, but I'm just going to say now that there isn't a God or a deity that could justify the absolute... Slaughter of of innocent people. I'm sorry. There's really nothing that anybody could convince me that, that that's what a loving God. now if your God is about is about you know killing the innocent people, then 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 I I guess. But still, you have to be like you said, Smo. You have to really be in a terrible a terrible state of mind to think that something like that could be justified. So justified as holy and right. So like I said, that's the, the, that's, that's, that's my spiel y'all like I said it, it always makes me hot when I mean, stuff like this always goes down gotta so. mm-hmm. pray for the world y'all it's messed up out here
0: you always gotta pray for the world alright so we got that out of the way we're going to a lighter note we're going to the match of the week and to lighten everybody's mood it is filled with racism and oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to racism. Racism is always funny. It is filled with racism, not towards it's black it's people. It's it. And the the producer of this match is the one and only, the greatest, the greatest booker and writer in wrestling history, Vince Russo. Oh. <laughs> and this match was dubbed. Oh, this match is also dedicated to. The greatest match that will be on Extreme Rules, the kendo stick on a pole match. So, yes, it is a pole match. And this one is called the pinata on a pole match. (laughs) Happy birthday. (laughs) Let that sink in. So, I watched this match, right? And to set up the match, there were four Mexican luchadores. Shocking in Vince, <laughs> in, Vince so in Vince Russo's office and in comes one of the greatest cruiserweights of all time Hooven 2 Guerrero in comes him with the pinata and Vince Russo <laughs> spills off some stuff I don't even know why Hooven had the pinata but I was he, just about to ask you again, I have no have clue they didn't really set why he came in with the pinata he just That's came in with it. So That's Vince a Russo. Shit to walk in with. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's like it's like me if Would I just walked up in, yep. if I just walked up into Vince office. Yeah, what's up, Vince? Um uh, I got this good watermelon and this fried chicken. I don't know why, but it's here. So yeah, he walked in with the pinata. Vince Russo basically said, Hey, I know you guys are mint card and you don't get paid that much. Because you're mid-card. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to take Juventude's pinata and I'm going to put it on the pole. And in the pinata is going to be $10,000. So all five of you Mexicans fight each other for it. And no, I'm not being racist. Everybody was Mexican. So I'm not generalizing Latino people. No, everybody was Mexican and there was a pinata and it was on the pole. So they get into the they get into the match, and about ten seconds into the match, guess what, guys? Fucking pinata, pinata falls off the pole. So it's now, over, right?
1: <laughs>
0: so now you just got Mexicans beating up each other with with no pinata. And this is this is not this is not the 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 end. We have During the match where the Mexican luchadors were doing all the flippy floppy shit, you have Dr. Death Steve Williams come out and another person who was trying to be like Jim Ross. They called him Oklahoma, which is hilarious. That's that's, that's hilarious. It's hilarious. They just called him Oklahoma. The only fucked up part was, it's like you can make fun of Jr. Cause everybody makes fun of Jr. with the way he talks and all that, but they they used his uh, Bell's palsy on it. Yeah. So the guy was making the face.
1: Yeah, I remember this. Wow. Yeah,
0: so the guy was making the face with it. That was fucked up. But if you if you just give me like three thousand knockers without making the face, I'm laughing off top. But the face kind of threw it off. Anyway, yeah. so get back into the ring. Mexicans still doing Mexican flips. And Hooven 2 just says, fuck it. He picks up the pinata from out of the corner of the mat and opens it. And then Dr. Delf comes and beats up everybody. So none of the Mexicans get the money. The white man puts it in his pocket. Now, if that's not America, I don't know what is.
1: Was this match on Cinco de Mayo?
0: It would have been hilarious if it was, <laughs> but I have no clue. Oh, I'm,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna
0: lie and say it was. Let's let's do that. Yes, oh. that match was on Cinco de Mayo. It was just the most, <laughs> the most stereotypical Mexican
1: match ever. Damn it I so. didn't realize WCW really had all these gems y'all yeah. <laughs> It got real bad It got real bad after a
0: while It, it was a dark time y'all on the pole man Putting everything on the pole dog That's the way wrestling should be You know Alright so The match of the week Was brought to you by since it's Memorial Day and we're feeling, since old ass Demetrius is feeling patriotic. Yeah. It's brought to you by our Commander-in-Chief, Donald oh. Trump.
1: <laughs> Salute that man.
0: Fuck Donald Trump. I have no <laughs> other information. I just felt like saying fuck Donald Trump. Cool. There
1: you go. Melania did in public slapping that dude's hand away, so hey,
0: why not? Fuck her too. All right. <laughs> So and, and people did. <laughs> Haha. <I> oh, did. <laughs> we are. Let's move on to to our our good shows. We have a lot of shows to go over because unfortunately because people <laughs> lost bets and what the bets? for for those who don't know, um, you can check our archives because yes, we do have archives, bitches. But Archive we did do phones. we did do predictions. Check them out. We did predictions last week, and out of those predictions for Backlash, it looks like Young Cliff has won, and Young Smuff Diggy has lost. So yes, I will be giving you a 205 recap. Oh, so bad. It's terrible. I can't wait for this. It's terrible. It's going to be quick, though. Anyway, let's get into Backlash. So, cool. with Backlash, where we don't have to talk about the whole thing, we can talk about the, the key points of Backlash. One of the key points being the greatest match on the card. No, not AJ and Kevin Owens, but I'm talking nope. about the Usos and the Fashion Police.
1: The best thing going on SmackDown right Yes,
0: now. I don't know why. We'll get into SmackDown. On, <laughs> we'll get into SmackDown. SmackDown pissed me off. But, for... For backlash, we had a, a very comedic match where Tyler Breeze was was going in all types of directions and changing outfits, coming in as a grandmother and coming. Oh, he first came in as a janitor. Yep, and and people were chanting "Let's go mop," and I, I think yep. it really, really worked because they were in Chicago and mm-hmm. the Chicago fan base is known to be rowdy and for the most part cheer for any stupid shit that you'll ever see. So I really yeah. believe that this match worked. I would have liked to see the the Fashion Police win. That would have been great, but some people just don't want to see greatness flourish.
1: You know? I think it's coming though, man. I think it's coming. Like They're getting, they getting a lot of good looks. Um, like that match was entertaining as hell Um, especially with Tyler Breeze like you said starting off with the janitor outfit and then coming with the grandma outfit and then the Usos playing into it too Yeah, like uh, one Usos, bigger (laughs) Us bigger Us was like fighting with the mop and then smaller uh, (laughs) Us was like playing it up with the grandmother so it's like, they made it very entertaining. And you gotta have those kind of matches too, because like when wrestling was at his, his highest point, you would have entertaining matches like that. Like with the Godfather and his um, ladies of the evening, AKA hoes, uh, like he would offer them up instead of fighting. Like it's just entertaining stuff like that throughout the night where everything doesn't have to be, I'm going to kill you or toss over this ambulance. Like you can have fun stuff too. So I just enjoyed that match. Yeah, like you said, me everybody played their part. And that's what that's what really made it made it as good as it as good as it had as good as it did. And really like I said in the last podcast, I think both tag teams really really deserve a round of applause for what they've been doing so far. They have really made this feud a whole lot more entertaining than it had any business being. I thought the brazengo should push was was just 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 another you know excuse to use the land of opportunity, tunity, you know, tag and not really have many you know real thought into it. But again, Tyler Breeze and Fandango <clears throat> really show something, and that's what you got to do you know to, in order to grab the brass ring in this, country, ring, in this company. Excuse me, you got to be able to stand out and show what you can do when that time comes. You have to run with the ball, man. I so said ain't nobody ain't nobody waiting. Vince certainly isn't, especially with SmackDown. I think there's a sense of mean shows, and again, both of them, both tag teams are bringing it. The Usos, like really showing who they who they really are. I said they weren't the guys doing the haka dance at the under the Titantron. And yeah, they're the guys I here clapping shit
0: up. You gotta clap yep. shit up.
1: <laughs> exactly. <All
0: right>. So. <laughs> Eh, fuck everything else for backlash. Let's oh, well everything except the the greatest mm-hmm. upset of all time. All hell, all hell. Hard <laughs> body, Mahal is the world Big champion. Bubble. The the Maharaja is the yeah. world champion, and I'm um. I really have to commend young Randy Orton even though I fucking hate Randy Orton for, you know, letting this letting this go you know, it seems like he probably didn't have any any trouble um, having somebody take the belt off of him especially somebody somebody who I guess looks like gender I don't mm-hmm. know if gender. I don't really like his wrestling capabilities, but that's just me. But the the man looks like a beast. So, um, young Metris or or young Cliff, would you guys like to to break down the the gender Mahal Randy Orton match for the people? Go
1: uh, first. The best part of the match for me is when Randy Orton tossed both of the Singh brothers on their necks uh, into the Spanish announced table, German announced table, sure, whatever. (laughs) So he did both of that, and that was the highlight of the match. I just really enjoyed that because it showed like everybody thought, okay, Orton's about to win. He he, he took advantage of, well, even I thought from my predictions on the last episode, I said that Orton was going to uh, RKO everybody, Same Brothers, uh, Gender, um, JBL, whoever. So, so, so when he started to do that, I was, I was like, ah, right, it's over. So, so they threw a, a monkey wrench into it, and uh, Young Hard Body took the W. So it was good. It was, it was a nice twist. It was nice. It was a nice ending to um, an okay pay per view. So I just like the. I like how SmackDown isn't afraid to put the belt on 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 somebody like Gender who came from uh 3MB to this.
0: 3MB is is Wait, Kurt Hawkins still on SmackDown? What's that? Is is the Kurt Hawkins still on SmackDown? I think so. Look out for a Kurt Hawkins title run and a Mojo <laughs> Riley title run. Everybody getting the run. Everybody getting the run. It might everybody be a day, but pushed. everybody getting it. We're gonna do the we're gonna Push do the, the world title like the hardcore title. Rest in peace to my boy Crash Holly. Yeah, but,
1: oh yeah. but a touch on what you said though, Sluff, and what you pointed out is really, really key. Orton again to his credit, God I hate saying that, but to Orton's credit actually looked engaged in this match somehow yeah. some way and it actually helped make it decent he actually looked engaged he didn't look upset that he was actually going to drop the title like he used like he usually does or even taking taking a meaningless loss and so he actually looked like he actually you know you no know, gave up gave it gave it down so he put on a showing that ain't good for him at, at this stage and yeah I, Contributed to a guy who hasn't won a televised match, on <laughs> in the year 2017, and now he's on top of the top of the Hill of SmackDown. Yeah,
0: man they Yeah. yeah. They're really trying to just Stop. push it as the land of opportunity. Yeah. I really think the Fashion Police are the one that would have been really opportunistic, but no one wants the Fashion Police to uh, to shine, man. Yeah,
1: I think they won. Is H. <laughs> Day one is H.
0: Their day one is H. That's still hilarious.
1: Yeah, but um, overall, I mean, Batlatt, it was it was cool for what it was. Like like you said, the KO, uh, AJ match was real good. It was really good. Um, other than that, that uh, the welcoming committee took the win over uh Charlotte, uh, Becky. Yeah, Naomi, and Becky. Um, other than that, I mean, hell, uh, shit. was a game on because that's pretty much all I. I mean, it was it was what it was. What did, was
0: what did you guys think of uh, Nakamura's debut match? Yeah,
1: yeah, I was about to ask, but honestly, I almost see why they actually kept Nakamura off. Off, off of television or at least kept him out of the ring because I think he still needs to adapt his strong style to the mainstream at least the mainstream WWE style more. It was a good match but for some reason I thought that it could have been more it could be just me I didn't for all the participants that, that were involved I think that it really didn't do enough to show, show, show Shinsuke's you know, strong style. At least play to a strong style strength, especially somebody like Ziggler who could bump for a mouse. And I, I thought it could have been, I thought it actually could have been, especially a great you know curtain jerking match. But maybe I expected a little bit more out of it. But I thought it was, I thought it was all right, but nothing too special, especially somebody who they've built up to their credit to be the next big, the next big deal on SmackDown.
0: Word. Alright, so we have Backlash. There's there's really nothing more to say about Backlash. Um, so the Backlash recap is brought to you by the Boston Celtics. Y'all niggas suck.
1: <laughs> Trash.
0: Does anybody have <laughs> anything to say about Boston? Y'all should have just um, let Washington win.
1: Well, since I'm a Falcons fan, it's forever fuck Boston and everything Boston stands for. Um, yeah. What, what meat so, said? Yeah. What, uh, uh, I'm a Falcons fan too. What what meat said? Yeah. Fuck <laughs> them Yeah. Fuck, fuck all of Y'all deserve. He said like, y- y'all deserve the get getting yeah. <laughs> get beat like this. There's no yeah. more deserving fan base than 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 the Chatterheads. Mhm. Yeah. Fuck uh, Tom Brady. Uh, fuck Paul Pierce. Where was Cheers shot? Was that shot in Boston? Probably. Uh, Okay. Well, fuck the Cheers.
0: Fuck the departed.
1: We're gonna say. Yeah. Fuck the Red. Fuck the Red Sox. Fuck Big Poppy. (laughs) Uh,
0: Fuck John Cena.
1: Oh yeah, John Cena. Sasha Banks. She can get it too. (laughs) Everybody can get it. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck Boston College. Matt Ryan went there, but whatever. (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right, so at the end of the day, it's still fuck Boston. All right, so let's get into Raw. Um, with Raw, we we've set up the Fatal Five Way, and for Extreme Rules, we've set up the tag team competition between the Hardys and Sheamus and Cesaro. They're going to do a a cage match. Cage match at Extreme Rules. Um, for some reason, Alicia Fox and Sasha Banks are feuding. I still don't get why. Oh, ass Demetrius, can what, you <laughs> what? What did, who did Sasha piss off backstage?
1: What? What is going on with that?
0: I, I, I don't, don't know. It, it seemed oh. like it came out the blue. <laughs> really
1: good. She went from like main event in WrestleMania to kind <laughs> of okay. Alicia Fox. Shout out to so, Alicia
0: Fox though. So Go this ahead. is oh, yeah, this is all I can think of, right? So how many women how many women do we have on Raw? We have Bailey, Alexa, Nia, Sasha. Oh, Maybe. and Mickey James. Yeah. Okay, so Sasha already feuded with Nia Jax. Right? True. It seems like they don't want to turn Sasha Hill. Mickey James is a face.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Bailey and Alexa already in their feud. Who does Sasha have to face? Who do we have who wrestles or manages on mm-hmm. Raw uh because of 205 Live? Alicia Fox. True. So they said, hey. Basically, it's a black person over here. Y'all remember that black girl that we sent to 205 Live? <laughs> Sasha, go be black over Ooh, there. Ja-
1: Jacqueline? No, Vince, no, she's been going for a while.
0: <laughs> Sasha, go be black over there. Y'all do black things. And over
1: there.
0: That's what's been happening. They've been doing black things together with Noam Dar in the middle of it for whatever reason.
1: And the thing is, too, like I think they know that they still have Sasha Banks versus Bailey in their back pocket, Always. and that's gonna that's gonna be money whenever they get together. That's gonna be money, so they're probably just saving that for maybe SummerSlam or whenever later in the year Survivor Series time. So I they're mean, just saving that, so they know there's gonna be money
0: though. No, they should they should build that feud like let it go into the Royal Rumble and then like just that rock. let that joint rock all the way to Mania. Yes. They should, cause those NXT battles, those NXT battles were were great. Fire! Like, they were like match of the year candidates. Yeah. So, so they
1: know they know they got money with those. So they just chilling. The only work if Sasha actually brings that same heel persona she had had in NXT. That's the thing, though. Not the water down point that WWE usually does when they bring that kind of up. She needs to just go straight, straight boss hold, whatever it is. You really starts kicking off. True, and she's well, yeah. I think she'll she definitely bring. I mean, she's from Boston, so she's used to cheating, cheating ass. Fuck Boston. So sorry, guys. Been a long week.
0: Hey man, just just basking in the glory Fair that Boston week. is down by like twenty points right now. Fantastic. And this is like probably the end of their season. Oh yeah. Or. Correct. You know, since I'm not watching the game right now, I'm doing a podcast because I'm a professional podcaster. Boston may no, come won't. back like they did last time. They yeah, were that down, was crazy. They were down by like twenty points last time, right? Yeah. Oh. That's a big number. So Yeah,
1: they came back yeah, game
0: three. Yeah, this sure. prediction may be wrong. Um when you play it back, listeners. So, whatever, fuck you too. Yeah. You
1: <laughs> yeah, you looking crazy.
0: All right, so um, you guys got anything, I guess, memorable from from RAW other than the setting up of the the fatal five way? Since niggas don't have plans for niggas,
1: uh, Paul (laughs) Paul Heyman came back uh, for for a short while, reminding us that Brock Lesnar is still alive somewhere. Uh, probably on his form From, oh, yeah. with the exactly. championship belt that he hasn't
0: defended since I mean, he really hasn't defended at all what am I talking about he nope. just wanted yeah we That's haven't seen a nice. universal champion in months Yep, now it's, That's it's only been now. two it, hell it's only been a month ok Wrestlemania was like April, what April 2nd April? Yeah, so it's been two months almost yep. so like eight, eight episodes of Raw we haven't seen it
1: <laughs> nigga. Yeah. Nigga, that's a lot. <laughs> that <was the> <laughs> we haven't seen a champion the on Raw within thirty days too. <laughs> Like that that's a reminder people. The belt is supposed to be defended within thirty days, but hey, I guess we get paid five million dollars oh. then rules on the part of you, so celebrate. be. Yeah. Um Well, it's one thing I wanna to get to guys.
0: <laughs> What's uh, up?
1: I'm not sure if uh I think Vince hates me. Apollo Cruz <laughs> uh, lost
0: Who did he fu- lose to though?
1: Fucking Callisto or <laughs> or what's his I don't know his other name, but he lost to Callisto. I don't see why he's I don't get the angle what they're doing. It doesn't make sense. Last week he had the the big thing where he kicked <sighs> um, he kicked Enzo and look like real kind of heelish. And then this week, you taking L's to a nigga in the mat? Like, what? I don't get the direction they're going in. So, if they don't turn him heel, turn him heel. You, but you can't be losing. You can't build momentum losing to Kalisto.
0: You know what they're doing?
1: clean. Like, Cleaning.
0: They, they, cleanly. They, they had nothing for Titus. They so fifth month, Kalisto has wins
1: over Braun Strowman, Callum, and Apollo Cruz. I don't care how, but somehow that dude could say that in in, in a month he's beating those two. And, yeah. and like you said, I mean, what kind of message yeah. is, is really being sent? He could he could definitely say he yeah. definitely say that. It, it, it just screams, especially in Cruz's case. It just screams of we really don't know what we're doing yet. We're just playing your we're just playing your push by ear basically.
0: Yeah. Look, yeah, so look, they don't have anything little, with Titus. Yeah, they don't have so. anything with Apollo. They don't have anything yeah. with Titus. So they just said, like like last week, did a whole little segment on it. Hey, you got two black guys. Put them together. Titus has Let a... Title, Titus look good in the suit. Let him wear a suit. Let him take pictures on his phone for Instagram. And show... WWE fans that we like black people because we got them on TV
1: see look we not racist
0: see (laughs) look look at our look at our champion in Smackdown he's he's Indian as fuck just just look at him god WWE so fucking racist
1: why don't we watch this
0: again I blame blame nostalgia bro
1: cool (laughs) For six times,
0: six times on <laughs> the podcast covering blame
1: nostalgia. I'm actually glad you brought you actually brought us something about that because I'm actually going to touch on that a little bit more once we get to the SmackDown SmackDown segment. But just, yeah, oh. and well, yeah. yeah, that's all from from Raw, really. That's all that's all. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to the uh, uh, the cage match with the Hardy Boys and Seamus. And Cesaro, I think that's going to be tough at um Extreme Rules, so I'm kind of kind of glad they announced that. But other than that, I mean, Raw was man.
0: I think I, I think I got a hot take on the Hardy Boys. Let's go! know. I mean it's not even really a hot take. I'm
1: all niggas racist, dog.
0: I'm kind of. <laughs> I'm just done with the Hardy Boys. I don't I don't care to see them. uh is is like you're not already, giving already? Spoke? yeah bro it's like you're not really giving me the broken joint you know the dilapidated boat in Vanguard 1 so really to me all I just see is two old ass people especially Matt Hardy it looks like it hurts for him to walk yeah the way that he moves he got old quick (laughs) Shit. like Jeff Jeff is still just like Jeff is still Jeff he's like, just chubby like Jeff is still chubby Jeff but Matt Hardy is like it hurts for him to do things and I don't I don't like my people to hurt like I, I wished Undertaker would've you know retired four or five years ago like after the Triple H match he could've honestly retired and that would've been good
1: yeah, yeah, perfect way to
0: go out, really. So I need Matt Hardy to retire. I need him to retire or give me the broken gimmick where he doesn't wrestle.
1: So hopefully that's coming soon. I read yeah, I actually read somewhere about the broken about the broken gimmick. There was an update. I forgot where I read it at. But even if I did, I'm not gonna plug any other wrestling's any other wrestling, you know, sites. I already plugged the Armbar chronicles, but that's the only one thing that y'all need anyway. But anyway, I actually read that the WWE actually is not interested in actually purchasing the broken gimmick from Anthem Sports anymore because they don't wanna set the precedent of buying of buying creative things from other companies. So that was the latest thing that I've actually read so far on whether or not the broken gimmick would we'll be coming to the WWE, and right
0: now it doesn't look good. Yeah, well, tell nah, shit. I mean, the hardest got to go, bro. Yeah, yep. they'll be out of here. They're done. <laughs> I've seen them for eight weeks. They're done. Thank, thank you for the nostalgia. You're good. Yeah. I don't, I don't need any more Twist of fate. I don't need any more half swan times. No, it was one, one match. Jeff did what I think. Sheamus. Jeff just said fuck it and landed on Sheamus. I saw that shit. Like normally. <laughs> Normally Jeff he just hits you like with his head on your stomach. No, no. Jeff did a front flip onto Sheamus, and I'm like, no, nope. y'all niggas is old, y'all are done. <laughs> Wrap this he up, landed, B.
1: His entire torso <laughs> landed on Sheamus. I was like, oh, whoa.
0: Like right, oh shit! Forty. This was not supposed to happen. at all. Forty-two-year-old Jeff is not twenty-eight-year-old Jeff. Ooh. not at all. Uh, uh, uh. All right. A, you, a, you, all did y'all. A, you all did
1: what y'all did, man. Y'all y'all brought the you know biggest pop in WrestleMania, and the act has has gone on for the past eight weeks. Y'all good. It's time to. It, it, it's time to go, y'all. You got to get on. It was fun while it lasted, but. Y'all gotta go. Y'all gotta go on ahead. <laughs> I do want to. do. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> got I, I do want to see what uh, the Hardy Boys have for this cage match, though. I do. I, I mean I'm interested in that. I'm interested in
0: that. Like, like Young Cliff said, they got to go on ahead. <laughs> you tell somebody to go on ahead. That is definitive. There's they nothing else was, I need to see. Oh, need fight. Oh, yes. Yeah. There's nothing I need to see. I don't care. care. Okay, okay. After
1: this cage match, then go ahead. After
0: that, no, y'all can go before. If
1: you want to go ahead, that's you can do your thing.
0: Go ahead. (laughs) All right. So, the raw segment is also brought to you by the Commander in Chief, Donald Trump. Still fuck Donald Trump. Yep. Now and forever. Moving right along to SmackDown. I'm going to let you guys talk about SmackDown as I fill up my drink. Um, me leaving the room for two minutes is just brought to you by Jen because I'm out of it. So, Cliff, old-ass Demetrius, take, we a, take away SmackDown. And I'll be right back.
1: We got you, dog. All right, young Cliff. So, SmackDown kicked off. Shane McMahon came. And, um, he, for well, first he came out, he was like, he started the whole, uh, money in the bank match. Right. So he announced the, he announced the contenders and it's going to be, uh, AJ Styles, Baron Corbin, Sami Zayn, uh, young Dolph, young Dolph Ziggler. And then KO's music hit. Right. So KO started to come out and then Shane was like, slow your roll. <laughs> like, my nigga, you're not in this match. <laughs> so, hey, if you I'm the general manager. I run this. Yeah, he was like, uh, my name, my last name, is McMahon. Uh, Boy, so, again? yeah, <laughs> take that shit back to Canada. So, uh, so he did that, and then um, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, his music hit, and the crowd goes crazy. Shinsuke comes out there and does his thing. Um. Which I've grown to like his entrance. I don't know how you feel about his entrance. You said that you've longed to. to I've, like grown, I've grown to like oh, yeah. his entrance. Well, yeah. definitely, man. I said I've, again, for, from the music, and again, that's him. That's one of the things that again, one of the under, underrated aspects of wrestling. So yeah. For any of our listeners out here who've just if you just really started getting into wrestling, the one of the things that actually is an under is underrated and unfortunately I don't think it actually gets I think being one of the lost arts of actually getting the crowd hype, getting the crowd on the side is the interest music. Yeah. That's the very first thing that you hear right before any wrestler wrestler, you know, steps on that stage, steps under the Titan ready to go down the ramp. You hear the interest theme. And the most iconic interest themes always get you hyped to okay Okay, you know it's about to go down. And every iconic wrestler, you automatically think about. it. Interesting. Shatters. You know who that is. You submit like El cooking. I don't need to say anymore. The Gong speaks for itself. So that's. I think Shinsuke, Bobby Roode down at next. I think both capture the spectacle of 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 of, of you know again of uh, of a bygone era or at least the era that's unfortunately. Be, being, you know, a transitioning away from, from the you know spectacle. At least reminds us how, how wrestling is spectacle, and how much you know that it is supposed to be, be entertainment, supposed to grab you, since something that connects people to the wrestler and the interest theme Is one of them. So, yeah, I'm definitely. Say I'm uh, With all that being said, I'm a huge fan of Shinsuke's interest. <laughs> yeah. And, it's like everybody else is, too. Yeah, <laughs> so, so, yeah, so when his music hit, it was dope. Because um, the crowd loved it. And it's like WWE, know, they know what they have with him. Because they teased him last. They brought out They brought out all the other superstars that are in the Money in the Bank first. And then brought out Shinsuke. So it was just dope to see that. Um, let me see. Anything else from SmackDown you can think of?
0: Anything else? Great. Yes The reason that (laughs) I said uh, Other
1: than that You know what it is
0: The reason I said Fuck the entire Smackdown episode As a whole Mm. So we had Basically a rematch Of the Usos And the Fashion Police But It didn't start as a rematch We had the Fashion Police Won Two one on one Bouts With Skinny Uso number one And big Uso number two the clap brothers if you will. <laughs> and they won both of those. So they kind of baited them into having the 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 Tag Team rematch and put the titles on the line. And I was like, "Oh shit. They about to pull the trigger on the Fashion Police." So get into the match, you know the match is heating up. All of a sudden, they lose. And I'm like, no, "No, this is not how it's supposed (laughs) to go. It's supposed to, they lost last, they lost Sunday. And they're supposed to get their revenge by winning and getting the titles. And then that's when you realize that since Breezango, the fashion police are a face. And you need somebody to. Uh, bout with the New Day when they come in as face, you can't have the Usos lose because the Usos need those title belts so that they can get them off the New Day. Well, the New Day can get them off the Clap Brothers.
1: So, I was thinking, like, how entertaining would it be for the Fashion Police and the New Day to just go at it? Like, I think that would be must see TV every week on SmackDown.
0: It would. Like, oh, 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 to see them
1: critique the Naruto the, the Neuro outfits would be yeah you know, would be gold in themselves. <laughs> like, like you said, like the so, Clap yeah. brother, the Clap Brothers are cool. Like you know, threatening to shoot everybody, and they might even call the New Day Nicks which might be amazing on TV because they might rob them and say. <laughs> What about your
0: live mattering? Or something crazy? Wait, hey, old ass Demetrius. (laughs) Old ass Demetrius. Let's put this on pause real quick. I forgot one thing about Raw. Since you said the word nigga. Which our truth on Twitter almost said nigga. But he said ninja. He said, I'm going to see this ninja gold dust. (laughs) And I was Like, like... Bro, Wait. why, why have you not been reported to HR? He said what? It was a, it was a Twitter. It was like a little Twitter feed or whatever. And this is right after Goldust Hill turn, and he just posted something, and he said, "Don't let me see this Ninja Goldust," and I was like, "Oh snap." I know what you meant, Brother. You can't <laughs> I fool see what you did me. there so but but speaking of gold does real quick, um you know, we know that he did the hill turn. What do you guys think about him going back to his roots, if you will, of the shattered dreams production uh vignettes and and the the promo that he had for for Monday? Did you guys see that?
1: Yeah. Again, what... No, going with what Meek, Meek said, um, I'm just... I want to see to... see exactly where this goes because, again, it seems like they're really about to put two two guys who are on the plus side of 40 in a feud. And I want to see if it's going to be... Again, I don't, I don't know. Goldust... Again, Goldust speaks for himself. I think Dustin... Dustin Rhodes is one of the better, best character wrestlers I like think we've, we've seen in the business. You know, he's going to bring it on his side, but. Again, if this results in a good run for the Golden One, I guess.
0: Hey, really? I, I
1: don't know if he's going to call it a.
0: Young Cliff, I, uh, I think you might need to. You might need to uh, hang up and dial back in. You're fading in and out.
1: Oh, there's okay. Yeah, I'm about to say y'all. Yeah, I've been getting this for y'all. Y'all on that too. I thought it would correct itself, but yeah, let me try it again, y'all. All right. All right. I'm just happy it's not me this time. <laughs> <laughs> but, right. but it will be next week. It probably it will, will be. be next week, listeners. wait
0: while we wait on Young Cliff, we can go back to SmackDown. And, and the good Clap Brothers And Fashion Police and New Day But yeah, like but, he was What's up?
1: My bad, my bad But I wanted to uh, Before the matches between Skinny Oose And Fandango And Chubbier Oose And uh, <laughs> Tyler Breeze Like, they had a great session back They had a great um, interview backstage With Shane McMahon sure. and, and they kept calling him commish And it was the funniest shit ever. And they turn in their badges because they lost. And it was the funniest shit ever. And it's just like, they get to show they are funny. And this is what this um, brand split is about. About the mid-carders getting the chance to get TV time to show that they have like mic skills or in-ring skills. Like well, we knew they had in-ring skills, but now we get to see, okay.
0: You get um, to see the personality. Yeah like, and people that's what it's about. and what I'm realizing now, like Fandango has like great comedic timing because that is hilarious. he said it he said it like in a low monotone voice, but when he said <laughs> it looks like their day one was more H than ours. Yes. I was like I, bro.
1: No, I wrote that
0: down. I don't even know what it means, but it is hilarious.
1: It's like their day one Was a little more his age than ours, nigga, and I fell out. (laughs) But this just shows, man. It's just funny, man. Like, and just from that, they got the crowd on their side. Like, the crowd is loving uh, fashion police right now. So it's just dope, man, to see what they're doing right now.
0: Young Cliff, you back, brother?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, this will work better this time.
0: All right, we back in this thing, then. Okay, so we had the fashion police, and we also had the the Punjabi celebration, which, dog, like honestly, the celebration was way bigger than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, like they had all of the the Indian dancers and and the Singh brothers coming out there with with the rug and all of this and, uh, gender said whatever he said. I wasn't listening. But at the end of it, it was like five thousand fireworks, for no reason. You didn't need all those fireworks to tell me that you're the WWE champion, or Indian, or Indian. <laughs> I like I could I could greatly tell, especially with all these dancers, yeah. and and your Indian rap music.
1: Yeah, but it, it was cool though. And then they announced <laughs> they announced um, that. Uh, Randy Orton will have his rematch at. Uh, he will have his rematch
0: at Money in the Bank. Don't want to <laughs> see it. <laughs> uh,
1: but we've um, actually, to our listeners, we're starting a petition to move this match to Two or Five Live. So, uh, if you guys want to sign our petition to have Randy Orton either retire or move his career. Two two oh five live. Uh we hope you guys will sign that for us.
0: That's the greatest prediction.
1: Preferably retired.
0: <laughs> yeah. Petition is called by Randy Orton. Please leave. Please leave Randy Orton.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: Don't don't bring your dress pants here.
1: Randy Orton needs to go in here. <laughs> Holy shit. No problem. My dog, my dog young Clipson, everybody go <laughs> in. Everybody, gotta
0: go. Everybody <laughs> got one, to go. Everybody got to go ahead.
1: Deserve, only the ones that deserve it, bruh. Yeah. Only the ones that deserve it, man. But but, but to touch on the Punjabi celebration and to bring it back to where we were talking about why WWE is at worst racist, but but at the, at the very least, very, very stereotypically driven. Punjabi is actually a minority language in India. Only 30 million people only about 30 million people actually speak it out of a nation of 1.3 billion. So he's not even the native Hindi is actually the majority language. So he's not even represented the majority of Indians and yet Vince is going to be like, look, we're going to put a Punjabi Canadian and he's going to be the one that we're going to actually put in front of in front of the Indians, but
0: oh, I right. mean, gender is actually like a
1: very short-sighted, very stereotypical. Like I said, we're just gonna um, put an Indian. Yeah.
0: No, but there. but we gender is actually like a them. a good a good like name in India though. Hmm. Like, granted, it's probably just because he was Indian. I don't know if he like super super travels over there. But just listening to his interview he did with Chris Jericho, he was saying about all of the bookings that he used to do for the Great Khali over there. So the people know him. He may not be as big of a name as Great Kali over there in Punjab or whatever, um, because from what he said, that Great Kali is like Hulk Hogan over there. He's just a funny, tall Indian over here but. He like Hulk Hogan. And Jinder did a lot of booking. So it's, it's, I really think, because of maybe his ties with Great Khali, and Great Khali is such a big name, I don't know if it's just in Punjab or if it's in the other states of India. I guess they're called states. Um, but I really think that gender is, if you want to go somewhere gender is probably the best bet to do it like it's i I don't think with that it'll be like just okay we found us an indian let's go get some land i don't i don't think that that is the way that it is i could see you thinking like that because i mean especially with you know uh the mexican heritage and the 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 black community it's more so of, hey, let's just find us a Mexican or a Negro, and let's do some things. But I don't, I don't think it's like that with gender. And to, uh, to, to to
1: to point out, I don't think Vince gives a damn about what culture or country somebody comes from, because if you remember, he took a Samoan and made him Japanese. <laughs> Shout out to being a full circle. Shout out to, uh, uh, to Yokozuna. And he also made a white man. A king, the African dream. <laughs> a white man. Vince don't give a damn about where you from <laughs>
0: at all. And then he had the nerve to put him with Slick. <laughs> the fast talking Negro. That's what pisses me off. He said, no, I'm not going to just dog your heritage. I'm not going to say, hey, I got this fat white man who could do your black shtick better than you can. I'm going to put him with a black Negro. He's going to fast talk like they do in the 70s. Ha ha. But yeah, to your to your point with, with Yokozuna, you guys know it took me until like, the age of twenty-two to realize that Yokozuna was Samoan. I really thought that he was just a really, really big, tanned, Asian. Yeah, I, I think
1: it took most wrestling fans a long time to realize. Wait a minute, no. he does not look like, oh, look, look, look like a native, native Japanese person. He came out there with the roll, with the whole like Miss, entrance, Mister Fuji. Yeah, Master Fuji, like Fuji yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. come out with a Japanese flag. Yeah, he
0: was waving the flag. Like, wow. no, he was really. Again,
1: why do you watch this again, y'all? Again, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> why? why are we watching wrestling? I,
0: I got to blame, I got to blame like a Harlem Heat or something. <laughs> Whatever I saw on WCW <laughs> Saturday night, man, drew me in. That was in. it for me. It drew me in, so I, I blame Booker T. That's all I got. But yeah, that's, yep. that's, that's that's slightly racist. Yokozuna and a king the <laughs> African dream. Yeah, I can't forget about Kai and Tai. Yeah, no, oh, Vince don't <laughs> care about Japanese people. know this, this is why you can tell. Excuse me, you can tell that Triple H has more so a say and what goes on because if you go to like Takamichi Noku and, and Funaki, shout out to Funaki if you go to those guys, they were treated horribly they were just going around trying to, well not Taka but Funaki and some other Japanese people were trying to go around and chop Valvina's penis off <laughs> And the like the whole gimmick for the night was choppy choppy pee pee. That was <laughs> that was their shtick for a yeah. good two, three months. Uh, and yeah. that was Vince's it was it was like Vince's and Vince. I mean, cause you can you can blame Vince Russo for these ideas, but at the end of the day, it has to get signed off from Vince McMahon. Yeah. So all of this to me is Vince McMahon's idea because he signed off on it. So that is the way that he viewed the Japanese. You you fast forward and you got people like, you know, Shinsuke. You got Ashka. You got uh, Akira Tozawa. That's 205 Live. I know that now because I had to watch the fucking show. But yeah, you got those people. So they're getting treated. They're getting treated better now. But... Anyway, before I get into this punk-ass 205 Live, do you guys have any other things from SmackDown that we may have missed?
1: Nah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I got nothing to
0: add to it. All right. So, for my punishment, since I did lose, I only got two answers right from the whole eight-match show. They didn't like all my heels winning. But... I had to review 205 Live. My 205 Live review was fuck 205 Live. That was my review. <laughs> but <laughs> getting into the getting into the matches, 205 Live. From what I saw, because I really couldn't concentrate because it's so damn boring. Uh, from what I saw, it was okay. You know, we had Rich Swan versus another. Indian guy who looks kind of like um, a Singh brother. I um, think Aria Davari De- Ritz Swan one, one for the black people. Uh, we had we had um, Cedric Alexander coming back from his injury, you know, black guy. And he was facing a black jobber man. So 205 Live was very black. I cool. commend him. I commend him for that. So 205 Live was black. It the only bad thing was that exactly. ba- only thing bad was that black jobber man really didn't know what he was doing. So I All think right. he may have legitimately hurt himself. Uh <laughs> basically the Cedric Alexander's finisher is called the Lumbar Check. So just think of the bank statement like the backstabber but Cedric throws you in the air first and then your knee uh his knees hit your back. And but it really didn't fall correctly. So I think he may have legitimately hurt himself, and made me laugh. Fuck 205 Live. Um, and at the at the end we had Which was actually a great match. We had the Brian Kendrick. The most athletic, homeless-looking person that you could ever see in your life. Versus Akira Tozawa. That's the Japanese guy. That I mentioned earlier in my Vince Doesn't Like Japanese People rant. And this was a street fight. But luckily, these two guys can't really flip. And shit. So... (laughs) <laughs> um, it was more so, luckily with the Brian Kendrick, he really knows psychology when he wrestles. So in this street fight, he actually got the the purple tape that they used to tape the ropes with. He got that and utilized that, like kind of taped uh, Tazawa's wrist together so he couldn't move. Taped his mouth together so he couldn't move. Tozawa got out of it and did a centon bomb off a chair, off a table. Some other shit happened. Akira Tozawa won, and then I turned it off. And I probably <laughs> won't ever watch it again. Fuck 205 Live. Send Randy Orton to 205 Live. You old ass Demetrius, what you got on the UK?
1: Alright, since... uh. Doing the predictions last week, I came in second, so I had to watch the UK Championship special,
0: which had 205 which I, live people in it.
1: Which I was just about to say, I feel tricked <laughs> because that shit was 205 live, the UK edition. <laughs> yeah, so, all right, first, the, the best thing about the UK Championship special was they had Jim Ross on color, which was for me being a, you know, attitude era kid, that was dope for me to actually hear Jim Ross call a uh, almost two hour special. So that was just dope. Off off rip. Um so they kicked off uh the special with some something named Joseph Connors versus Another guy named Wolfgang, which was, it was a cool match. lasted maybe about 15, maybe 10, 15 minutes. Um, Wolfgang looks like he may actually make the roster one day. He has the look.
0: Wolfgang is popular in the internet wrestling community.
1: Yeah, he's he's dope. That was my first time seeing him. Um, He's really dope. Like, he goes by uh, the last King of Scotland. Which is a, a pretty good nickname, um, and he kind of reminds me, like when I was watching him, he gives me kind of a rhino, uh, a Hugh Morris from WCW vibe. Like he's he's like that a little bit, but it, but he's dope. Like he's very agile in the ring. He's athletic. Um, he's not a, a a small wrestler at all. So he's I think he's really dope. Um, but he uh, he actually won. The highlight of this match was he caught. Joseph Connors, whoever the fuck that is, caught Joseph Connors with the spear, like, mid-air. And that was just, like, really dope. So, But uh, Wolfgang got the win on that one. Uh, The next match was fucking uh, TJ Perkins and the Brian Kendrick (laughs) versus... (laughs) Versus... Somebody named Dan Maloney, I guess he's from England. And and fucking Rich Swan. Like uh, okay. So I would well first I had to get over my initial anger because I came in second, but I'm still watching 205 live. So that's a problem in itself. <laughs> uh, but once I got past that, I was like, all right, this is cool. They doing their flippity flip shit. <laughs> um, but uh, I think it was yeah. Rich Swan did like a somersault leg drop, which was fucking crazy. Um, it was a great move. Why don't you just do the uh, fucking
0: leg drop? Why the fuck you gotta have flips with it?
1: Come on, man! I'm hundred. I'm hundred sixty pounds. <laughs> hey, what,
0: what does the flip do?
1: <laughs> he Nothing. did like a, a somersault leg drop. It's
0: <laughs> that, shit, that shit was crazy. I was like, "Oh shit. You, what is flip well? It's called a <laughs> spot, brother. <Bruh. laughs> but just think about it, man. What if somebody, what if, what if somebody was did like a 360 elbow drop? Why? <laughs> like, like
1: my man. Just go in for it.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I mean, hopefully the flippy leg drop will get over. I mean, because let's just be honest. When we first saw the people's elbow, we were like, dude, why are you going from ring post to <laughs> ring post just to drop a simple elbow? Yeah. So it may That's get true. over. Hell yeah, it may. Even even worse than that, the worm. That nigga spelled out the worm after doing the worm did the choppy thing. Just for a <laughs> chop to the chest. Continue, <laughs> old ass meat.
1: Alright, so uh um... So, uh, the Brian Kendrick uh, pinned Dan Maloney, which was the local. He's he's the countryman from England. Uh, so, he pinned him. You know, of course, he pulled his tights because he's ill. Um And next, we had the number one contender match. Uh, and this was Pete Dunne, who goes by the Bruiserweight, which I'm sure a lot of you all are familiar with him. He, he's dope. <laughs> uh, versus uh, really? Trent's. Trent Seven, um, the highlight of that match, uh, Trent Seven hit Pete Dunn with, like, a JBL-type clothesline, which was amazing, because whenever I see a JBL-type clothesline, I'm like, yeah, you earned that one. yeah because um Yeah. But, uh, Pete Dunne went on to win that one, I'm sure as many of you know, uh, because he went on to fight, uh, the winner of the UK Championship on, at, uh, TakeOver in Chicago. No. But the last match was um, for the U- the UK Championship. It was Mark Andrews versus Tyler Bate. Uh, it was a lot of flippity-flip stuff. Uh, Tyler Bate won. So, yeah, it was Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunne at NXT TakeOver Chicago. And that is my synopsis of 205 Live, the UK edition, a.k.a.
0: UK Championship
1: Series. UK
0: 05. Shoot me. Oh, but... Okay, so before we get into the pushing segment, uh, I do want you guys to, um, as Olas, Demetrius, um, talked about, I want you guys to look at the NXT TakeOver. Not You don't have to look at the whole thing, fuck the whole thing, but there's two matches in particular um, that to me, are kind of match of the year candidates. You have the DIY versus um, the Authors of Pain match. You know, that was a good match. And probably right now in May, um, the Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne match. Like, that match was actually fucking great. Yep. I don't know anything about UK, but those two put on a show. Uh Uh-huh.
1: I watched yeah, I that match done. before we actually came on. Came on the podcast, yeah, so it was, I, I understood the hype. <laughs> I was behind it. I was kept hearing about. Again, yeah, I saw the DIY versus the Arthur the Pain match, but that was the. But I missed the um, the UK Championship. But now I saw exactly what so what the rest of the fans were talking about. And yeah, shout out to the Bruce the way how to of Baked for for bringing the house down with that one. Man, good job.
0: Yeah. Alright. So for for those who don't know, we do a segment here when we have time. We have a little bit of time. We have about ten minutes, so this'll be a quick one. We do a we do a show where we we push old ass wrestlers or wrestlers who even even in this time who we think should have gotten a better push. We try to push them to the WWF or the WWE or the Universal Championship this one we have stated probably two episodes if you check the archives um, because we do have archives bitches and this one is for Tatanka for those who don't know Tatanka was Indian that's all you really got there's nothing more He was a a legit Indian and he did a rain dance and some other shit. So, without further ado, this is how the Armbar Chronicles would have pushed Tatanka from beginning to, I'll probably give you um, part one and two of the beginning. Because I haven't gotten that far yet. But, with Part one, this is how we set up. Tatanka will come in from... He will come in and join the Million Dollar Corporation. So we're talking about Ted DiBiase. We're talking about uh, the 123 Kid. We're talking about Sid Vicious, IRS, and Virgil. So those people, things of those nature, right? <clears throat> And the way that Ted DiBiase gets um, Tatanka's membership into the Million Dollar Corporation, he buys ownership of Tatanka and his land. You get it? Because white people came and took Indian land. And you can't tell me that's not WWF good old wrestling booking. So, he took his land from him. Tatanka joins. We don't know if he's reluctant or if he's just happy to have a million dollars and be a part of this corporation. So for a brief period of time, Tatanka has matches. Does his little thug Dizzle does his thing in the in the backstage area. We can go. The one two three kid is playing video games. You dig. He's playing video games because at this time I'll say he's about 2021. 20, instead of doing drugs and stuff, he was playing video games. And he was playing a video game called Custer's Revenge. So, for those people who do not know what Custer's Revenge is, it is a game that General Custer is dodging. Darts and arrows while trying to rape an Indian. Tatanka sees this and, rightfully so, is pissed off at the 123 kid. You know? So they get into an argument. Ted DiBiase comes up. He says, Hey, shut up, Tatanka. I bought you. I own you you know I bought you for $4.50 the same as the white man bought the Indians I'm not sure if it was $4.50 but I'm pretty sure it was cheap all of a sudden psycho vicious psycho Sid vicious comes around and he walks up and he says hey guys what's going on and his leg breaks into a bow so he's out of the picture
1: what the fuck <laughs> My
0: bad <laughs> yeah. for those who don't know there was an incident where Sid Vicious uh, he went off the top rope with a big boot and his leg just broke into a bow shape And that's what just happened as he was walking <laughs> he has bad shins I guess so his leg breaks, gets out the way <laughs> all of a sudden oh let me remind you that the Million Dollar Corporation, since it's a Million Dollar Corporation, has all the belts. Um, Psycho, Psycho Sid is the champ. If you don't know, if I'm doing anything with, um, with old people, Psycho Sid is always going to be the champ. So Psycho Sid is the champ. The 123 Kid and IRS are the tag team champs. Ted DiBiase is the Intercontinental champ, even though he probably can't wrestle at this time. So, excuse me. Me. So with that, one two three kid and Tatanka gets mad because one two three kid is playing this custer's revenge rape Indian game. Teddy Beaucage comes say shut up, and then Tatanka gets mad and say you know what? I don't want to be in the million dollar corporation anymore. I'm done with America. So you know what he does? He says fuck America, and he goes to Canada. And guess who he gets to be his tag team partner while in Canada? Brett, the motherfucking Hitman Hart. As you can see, if I can't think of anybody else, Brett Hart is going to be everybody's tag team partner. So, we have a match that's going to be set up. And if Tataka wins, he will win the championship. If he loses, he will have to... Uh he will have to play Custer's revenge and like it. So he will have to rape his Indian gaming wife and like it. But right now we have the IRS One Two Three Kid Bret Hart and Tatanka in a tag team match for the tag team championships of the world. And since we are an hour and 18 minutes, I will stop right there once again. That is Bret Hart to Taco versus IRS and the 1-2-3 Kid in a tag team match for the championship. We'll see what goes on next week. That's it for Push It for this week. Do you guys have anything else to say before we leave out of here? Happy Memorial Day,
1: and we'll hit a, hit a cookout. Nope. Uh, shout out to the stew. Um, make sure y'all following us. If you aren't already, uh, we have multiple pages. On Twitter,
0: we are... Is it the Armbar underscore oh, C? Holy shit, no. no. At Twitter, we are at Armbar underscore C. That is at... A R M B A R underscore C. We're on SoundCloud as the Armbar Chronicles. We're on YouTube as the Armbar Chronicles. May fuck around and make a Snapchat for some reason and be on the Armbar Chronicles. Instagram, we are the Armbar Chronicles. We don't have an Instagram, but it'll probably be up in the next week or so. Dope. It's a movement, y'all. It's a movement. It's a movement
1: t-shirts coming soon so you already know what time it is
0: so with that being said fuck Donald Trump and good night everybody
1: (laughs) 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 y'all